CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 54. Almost said 55. We're in this big discussion about what episode we're on. And there might have been a musical video to video accompany it. <laughs> we'll post it in the comments. Yeah. Episode 54. Today we're talking about walking the walk or walking the talk, rather. Attempting to. Attempting to. Can we at least say attempting to? That. And. You know, it's one thing to be a coach and have all this knowledge and um, sort of the solution for our clients, but then it's another story to be able to apply that to yourself. We both have struggled with this. Yeah. On and off, right? Like, um, yeah. And different parts of what it all entails also, too. Which I think our members can relate to because they struggle and go through those ebbs and flows on and off kind of stuff too. So it's the same for us. Um, Right, because we're all human beings. We are. And you actually took the words right out of my mouth. I'm probably going to say this five or ten times. Life ebbs and flows. Yeah, because you've (laughs) said it to me five or ten times. Too many maybe. And that's where I get it from. I, I feel like it's a frequent conversation we have though. Mm-hmm. both with the clients and both between ourselves and with our coaching staff. Um, just everyone, you know, again, because we're all human beings, but there's lots of value in that journey. Like I'm not even going to call it a struggle. I'm going to call it a journey because like there is no failing at it. It's like life ebbs and flows. So it's going to pull you in different directions at different times in different ways. And I think that having an understanding of your mental capacity and like when you can push and pull back will really kind of help you understand that there is no, there's no failing at it, right? Like there's strength times and there's weakness times and that's okay. They can all be worked through and sort of like what expectations you set as well also important like I'm on my soapbox already you haven't even asked a question I know I'm just letting you go I'm, I'm just gonna treat this as like my own therapy session so you just go <laughs> listen <laughs> continue on well, like so let's talk about this like walking the walk or walking the talk I gotta stop saying it. it's walking the talk right because it's one thing to say it it's another to do it so client comes to us I am struggling with xyz cool here is the prescription on how we change that right I'm going to give you these tools. I'm going to give you that guidance and I'm going to hold you accountable to help propel you in a path that will help you change, make change, right. Or improve this situation that you're on. And that, like, I find that part really easy Mm -hmm. because you're a coach in that Mm -hmm. instance, right? Like, and all I have to do is talk at that part. But when you turn the tables the other way, like we don't always have somebody there to help guide us and hold us accountable. Like how many times have you had a client come to you and you're talking about nutrition and, and they say to you, Oh, I like, I know how to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, it's tough for us to sit here and be like, 
I don't know how to do something because like we have the tools and the knowledge, mm-hmm. which is not the problem that our clients have either. I would say education is a small part of the puzzle, but it's yeah. not the main piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's the fact that you need somebody to guide you through those steps and then therefore to help hold you accountable and whatever that accountability needs to look like for you, you know? And yeah. so having the knowledge on our side of things is not the problem. No, it definitely is not. What, so then the question is, well, what is the problem? Okay. So, and this is just my opinion and how I've observed it in my own life and kind of like how I coach my clients through it is that, like I said, it comes back to understanding, like understanding your brain essentially, right? At any given time, you have a, your brain is like a pie (laughs) and it's divided into different pieces of that pie based on what's going on in your life at that given moment, right? And so those pieces of that pie will change, like what kind of pie they are, right? Oh boy. <laughs> but like, and also the division of that pie will change too. You know, something may be requiring a lot of time, effort, and attention, and it will take up a majority of that pie, which doesn't leave a lot left on the other side to allocate to the other resources that are, or the other aspects of your life that are calling for resources, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I think what we struggle as human beings is we want that pie to be perfectly divided at all times, at all areas in our life, all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the way it works. Mm-hmm. And so even if we do understand that, the divisions differ at 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 various times. I think the next piece of understanding needs to be your expectations at that point, Mm -hmm. right? So if you can't give enough mental space to the one thing that you want to, because you have these other things that are pulling your time, effort, and attention, like you you have one of two options. You can change your situation. So change the division of those Um, pieces of the puzzle or um, what it's going towards or change your expectation Mm -hmm. right well and I think like our real life example and I think for both of us is like finding time to work out yeah like there was a time not that long ago where I coached all morning I coached all night there was no I'm going to say no time to work out because I needed to leave the building at some point. Yeah. And that was more important to leave the building, go get food, do other things like life things, work things that like trumped getting a workout in. And that was an adjustment of expectations. Like you're not going to get a workout in today. You're not going to get a workout in this week. Um, unless you want to give up personal time on the weekends or something like that. Um, so just playing around with that. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard. And I, I kind of almost, I struggle using that and not to take away from the importance of like, why are you using that as an example? Cause I can relate and have been mm-hmm. there and am there. And I almost hate using it as an example because like the outside world perceives it as, Oh, it should be really easy for you to get a workout in yeah. because you own a gym. And like, no, it's actually quite the opposite, opposite. because you spend so much time here spend it thinking even thinking about spending that extra hour yeah in here even though you're doing something for yourself like it's just the fact that like I'm in here for another hour so it actually takes the joy out of it Mm -hmm. so changing your expectations in that realm like that's actually a really difficult 
thing to do when you're in that state of mind or that like that's how your life is ebbing and flowing right now mm-hmm. so walking the talk in that instance means like change your expectations so maybe it means that you remove yourself from the building and you go and get a dog walk in because yeah. it, this is going to be the thing that's better for you is contributing to the things that you need to do for yourself is getting a low dose of, of mm-hmm. fitness in mm-hmm. you know at minimum dosage requirement type of deal yeah but is also serving you more beneficially than yeah. slugging through an hour that is. Well, and, and for me, ultimately adding more stress. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then doing the opposite of what a workout should yeah. do. It, it's not a stress relieving thing. And now becomes something that I'm forcing myself to do when I know I can benefit from leaving and doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a tough one. I always, I'm always like, I always kind of laugh when like people say that to me, oh, it should be easy for you. Like you own a gym. You're so lucky. That's the words that I hate. You're so lucky. Like, yeah, I, I'm lucky for all the things that I get to immerse my life in and the people that I get to cross my paths and all that stuff. But like when it comes to stuff like this, like I have just a heart of, heart of as time as you do mm-hmm. trying to put this into my life, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And I think going off of that statement, I find myself once in a while and not like in a bad way, but just like watching these people all have their successes and you're like, okay, so why can't I do it? Like I, again, it comes back to, I know all these things, but why can't I like get my workouts and be on top of my nutrition and my sleep and all of that stuff. But then like I stop myself and it's like, well, duh, you're their coach. You are the reason, part of the reason, I don't want to take, I don't take all the credit for it, why they're so successful. Like they have sought out help and a coach. Like this is what we preach. They are doing that exact thing. So it comes back to, and we just talked about this the other day, like coaches need coaches. Like it's one of those things too. And all different types of coaches. Yes. Right? Yeah. I have no shame in admitting that. I actually just had an aside with somebody the other day and we were talking about nutrition coaches and I was like, I have coaches for every piece of my life right now. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the way it is because even though I know all these things, it's still not going to make me do them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a, I, a tough thing to like wrap your head around. Some people have a struggle asking for help. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they think that having to reach out and find a coach is a moment of weakness. Like, Oh, I'm not good enough at this to be able to do it on my own. But that's that's not at all what it's about, right? Like mm-hmm. you seek out help because for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, like I'm giving you the reason, like you just don't have the mental capacity to devote to the effort that it requires, right? Mm-hmm. So if this is a piece where you want to direct your attention, it's okay to ask for help, mm-hmm. you know, like that's why that help is there. That's why these people exist. That's why these solutions exist. Mm-hmm. It's just get out of your own ego and ask for help yeah. basically. So mm-hmm. what other areas do you struggle with when it comes to walking the talk? Is that what it is? <laughs> now I'm afraid to say it. <laughs> or um, do you, or have you struggled with in the past? Cause you've been at this a lot longer. Like you think about it in a timely, like how your life ebbs and flows or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. like when you talk workout specifically, like when I think back a couple of years, the first six or seven years of the existence of CFF was me competing. Mm-hmm. So naturally 
the business lacked, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Because I was putting in six hours a day working out instead of six hours a day into actual CEO yeah. you know, business ownership yeah. things, right? And so as your life ebbs and flows and my priorities change, now I struggle to get my workout in most days. Yeah. And but as a result, I'm putting a lot of time and effort into the business and mm-hmm. you see good things happen there. The most obvious probably struggle is nutrition. I mean, I feel like that is the most obvious one for most people and me too, because I'm right there along with you again, life ebbs and flows. It was super easy when competition was the only thing that mattered in my life. Cause that was a requirement. Yeah. It was like, I slept, drank, recovered, worked out and like managed my minimal stress that I had. And that Mm -hmm. was about it. Mm -hmm. And now it's like quite opposite end of the spectrum, you know, the business my other personal kind of goals and stuff take up such a large piece of the pie that that nutrition piece had become really, really small. And I feel like you throw COVID into there, COVID occupied at least like half that pie, you know, and the, the things that COVID brought along with it and the lockdown, et cetera, et cetera. So that piece of the pie got even smaller or like mm-hmm. the availability of what you could allocate those resources that were left to was like super strained. And nutrition was probably the smallest slice, if it even made the list most days. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that like we don't know what we're doing. I absolutely can give you the solution. Yep. And it doesn't make me less of a person because I can sit here and tell you these things and then I'll go home and have a glass of wine. You know, it doesn't make me less of a person. It just means that like, hey, I have my struggles too and I got to work through my own shit before I can... I remember when I was your a nutrition client of yours and back in the day when you were still competing and stuff and I assumed that your nutrition was great. You ate all the fruits and vegetables <laughs> and all the protein and all of that good stuff, all the smart carbs. And then I remember, I forget what we were doing or something. I'm, I'm totally throwing you under the bus here. We were going for a dog walk and then we went back to your house or something and we ate candy. And I was like, Oh my God, Taryn eats candy. I didn't think Taryn ate candy. And it was like, you are now a human being cause you're eating candy. Or I ran into you getting like ice cream or something. I was like, Hey, she's human. And I think <laughs> there is like that element that makes us more relatable when we are open about the fact that we struggle with our nutrition and we struggle with our workouts and we struggle with our mindset and stuff like that. So um, before we even recorded this, it's like, okay, we got to be like vulnerable and say like, we have tough times too, because we're human beings. And I, I, I feel like maybe our listeners or our clients like appreciate that mm-hmm. they want to hear those stories, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I'm very ready, available to share those stories. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's my own perception as like, maybe I put myself on that podium just as much as I mm-hmm. think they put us on that podium mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, because they probably have the same misconceptions also. Mm-hmm. I, maybe not so much because, you know, we've been, I've been pretty open about like trying to chase my alcohol habit and things like that. But yeah. And, and that's okay. Right. Like, yeah. Admit or not admitting, but like being aware of this is ultimately the first step. Mm-hmm. Like if you are so oblivious to what is actually causing you some of the negative habits in your life right now, like that's a, that's a misstep, right? So being aware of it and being able to acknowledge it 
step one. And do you think that we maybe have an advantage? Yeah, in I that? would say so because and, this is our life. Like, and I think arguably it makes it harder. It's an advantage, but it makes it harder because we know. But I bet you your reasons for it being harder are going to be different than my reasons for it being well, harder. Well, you probably don't think it's harder. <laughs> <laughs> I it's harder I think to me because acceptance I, is harder. I feel the social pressure of it. As in, like, I own a gym, so I need to look a certain way, even though that I know that is not true. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to come to the gym because of how I look, right? That's not why they come. Mm-hmm. But for the first, like, eight years of my career, that's why I thought it was. People don't give a shit. Maybe some do. I don't know. Yeah. But if you're coming here because what I look like, <laughs> I'm just as much human as you are. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I, well, I think it kind of relates to yours. I think it's like that I should, like that being stuck in the, I do this for a living, so therefore I should have a perfectly clean nutrition plan and I should be working out every day, maybe twice a day. And I like should have all my shit together, but like I don't, far from it to be quite honest. But um, I think that's the hard part because you know, but it's, it's the doing and it comes back to, and that's what I mean though, eliminate that friction point and just ask for help. Get yeah, somebody well, that's what else. Say. It comes back to having a coach. Hence why we see so many clients be so successful because yeah. having a coach nutrition PT, or just like showing up for group class, like it works obviously. And I was thinking about this actually yesterday was like, at some point you just stop playing victim. You know, it's like mm-hmm. at some point it becomes, okay, this is enough. Mm-hmm. Like you change your verbiage from, oh, I can't do this because X, Y, Z is happening to me mm-hmm. into despite X, Y, Z, I'm going to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And at some point you just decide to stop being a victim about your circumstances But the thing is, is like, if you don't change, nothing changes Mm -hmm. or at least attempt to change. Like I'm going to, I'm going to put the emphasis on attempt to change because even the action, even the things that can be achieved by attempting are still better than not setting out at all. Right. Mm -hmm. So whatever it needs to look like for you in whatever realm of that, at least acknowledging it and asking for help and attempting to make that change, whether you're successful or not is still better than not doing it at all. Mm -hmm. I'm big on you can't fail, right? Like there is no failure. If your expectations are that you need to execute this perfectly, then you need to make that pie 100% about whatever that is, that thing is that you're doing, which is unrealistic of us as human beings. Yeah. Because you, you always have external stressors that you can't control. Do you ever feel like guilty? I guess it comes back to my feeling of I should, which I'm pretty sure we shouldn't say. Like, do you ever, like, for instance, like Thursday nights, I try to leave by 5.30. Like, that is the end of my day. I am out the door to go do other stuff at home and just, like, be a real human being who gets home at a decent hour. Um, But then it's like well, you could stay for the workout or like, did you get a workout in? Why don't you stay for the 5.30 class? 
And sometimes I feel guilty about that, but I always kind of choose to leave because like, that's my time to go. Like, do you ever have those moments? It's your purpose though, behind why you're, why you're choosing to go versus why you're choosing to stay. The purpose behind your decision for why you're leaving is more important than your decision to stay for the workout, right? Like whatever mm-hmm. your dis, whatever your reason is, is more valuable to you in that moment than the value you could get from a workout in that moment, which is fine. That's just where your mm-hmm. pie puzzle is, mm-hmm. your pie piece is, and that's okay. So your answer is no, you don't feel guilty? <laughs> no, I don't. And I think just maybe because I've maybe been doing this longer than you, mm-hmm. I don't know, but my entire life has always been, and I'm going to use the word selfish, but I mean it in a positive way because mm-hmm. I'm very protective of my time and my goals and my own personal individual growth, et cetera, et cetera, that like, these are the things I'm doing for myself and nothing else is more important than that. Because without me being in my best state, the other things will suffer, right? Like once I stop taking care of myself, then I can't give my best self to those other things. So that, yeah, this one hour of my day where I need to distribute to working out, I'm doing it because I'm going to be a better person. And sometimes it doesn't feel like that in the moment, but that's okay. That's why we have a greater vision about what we expect or what we want for ourselves like that. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe we hear that from our clients. I probably gonna pull that out more so from the moms who struggle yeah. to make the time to come in or whatever about their nutrition and things like that. It's like they have that mom guilt. Well, yeah. it's easy to frame it from that reference. It's like, if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be there for your kids. But when you're like me, where it's just you, my the substitution for kids yeah. is my own personal goals yeah. or my health or my own just being right like I know that when I don't sleep I don't eat well I don't take care of myself I don't get that hour with the dog to just separate myself from the stress of the job or whatever like I'm a brutal human being to be around mm-hmm. and I don't want to be that so Um, I'm aware about that enough about myself to know that. So therefore, and it's taken practice. It's not something that you can just flip a switch and get right into. But, you know, I know that I'm going to do this group class because it's going to make me feel better when I leave so that I can go home and be a better wife or whatever it might Mm -hmm. be, Mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. But I've always been that way that like, I have these goals for the CrossFit games and (laughs) it's maybe I'm going to share too much information here. Mark might kill me, but one of the very first things we discussed was like, if we're going to do this, here's where my priorities lay one, two, three. And like (laughs) CrossFit games was one business was two and family was three. And that was just the way I was at the time. And you know, he was good with that. That was, this would work because he could meet my expectations there. So he just let me chip my way through that, that like, I ate, slept, recovered, and did all that shit because CrossFit Games was number one. And I don't feel guilty about that because that's like, your life ebbs and flows. There will be a time in my life where family will be number one, but at that time in my life, it wasn't. And that's okay. Like, I'm aware of that. I accept that. So I don't feel guilty for that because you have somebody there that's mm-hmm. in that particular instance, for example. Mm-hmm. But even still, like, I, I don't know. There Maybe that was a long, drawn-out answer, but no. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. People denote being selfish as a negative thing, but I co- I coin it more as protective. Mm-hmm. So, 
No, I don't feel guilty. It takes practice, which you and I have talked about before too. Yeah, and I mean, that's an expectation thing. And that can go for anything. We set out on a nutrition journey and we expect it to be easy and flawless and just flip the switch and things start happening and there's no friction points along the way or nothing and like perfect world, ideal world, but like it never happens like that. No. No matter what you interchange nutrition program with, right? Like learning a new skill, learning how to protect your time, like et cetera, et cetera. It takes practice. Mm -hmm. But if you can, I think that's one thing that would help you or our clients or whoever, not you specifically, but like help people understand the awareness of what that pie looks like and then compare it to their expectations. Right? Mm -hmm. I can't decide if like, I'm trying to picture this pie in my head, if it's like a pie chart, like I'm a visual person, a or if it's like pie. a piece of pie. Like I've been like, thinking of a blueberry one the whole time. I don't even like blueberry pie, but that's just what it is in my head right now. Like all blueberry pie? Yeah. Just like, different sizes of slices? Yeah. You're not going to mix and match flavors? No. Well, I mean, it depends what's happening. All of a sudden... What other flavor would you add in? Like cherry? Like if some super big stress came along and was like, oh, you got in a car accident and now you don't have a car. So you got to figure out finances and rides and things like that. Okay, so now this half this pie is like a cherry. Do you like cherry pie? I think so. I feel like you'd make it a kind of pie that you didn't like. It's just pie. You already told everybody to eat candy, so you might as well tell everyone I like pie. Well, I didn't know that how much, <laughs> to what extent you liked pie. I, like, I know Mark likes pie I like lot. sugar. Mm. That's the thing. <laughs> blueberry pie, though. I did not have you pegged for a blueberry I feel like we should bake a pie after this. We probably could. <laughs> Sorry, side note. I just had to ask, because I have, like, a pie chart in my head. Um, any other things you've learned along the way while trying to walk the talk? That's a very vague question. Any pieces of advice? Like if you could like kind of sum up you need walking to, the talk, what would you say? You need, so you need to understand what that pie looks like. You need to understand your expectations and you need to be able to adapt those expectations, right? Like the, the expectations you might set when you first set out, they need to be able to be flexible and change as your environment changes, I think is an important one. Um, I think that's a step that people struggle with too. I mean, man, this, there's many multiple layers to this, but if you can accomplish the first two, your next step would be being flexible with your expectations. Um, that consistency is more important than perfection. A repeated effort at 80% consistency is far more productive than 0% 10 times, nine times, and 100% one time, you know? Yeah. Repeated efforts. You will get better because you're being exposed to it more and more and more, and you're actually putting an effort into it. And my last one would be be willing to, because I think that if you understand all of these things, but you're not ready, able, and willing to make those changes, then like that's where you need to start. It starts with you, right? And I think that comes back to my comment about like, there comes a time where you just decide that enough is enough, 
things aren't happening to you, you're going to make these changes, although X, Y, Z are happening, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. People talk a lot about the ideal time. Like, oh, it's, it's yeah. not the right time right now. Yeah. And all you're saying that because is you've got half this cherry pie <laughs> allocated to something and you just don't have the skills that are necessary to divide the rest of that pie evenly, right? Or mm -hmm. in whatever the um, fractions it needs to be, right? So I think I just said you don't have the skills necessary. So when we lack skills, that means that there's an opportunity to learn. So that means you need to search out help from somebody who already has those skills and be ready, willing, and able to apply what they tell you to do. Bam. There's your knowledge ball. Thank you. You're going to be uncomfortable and that's okay. Complacency. I really just want pie now. It's really <laughs> what I want. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Thanks for your knowledge bombs. What are you? Oh God. Well, you asked me like, no, I haven't been in. What are you struggling with right now? Well, I feel like that's a broad question. We'll put it out there. The things that you're struggling to walk the talk with. Um, well, I would say I've put forth a better effort so far this month about getting three workouts in like that. Cool. That is my expectation that is manageable. 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 Keyword. Okay. Um, also helps when you get two workouts in in one day because like that makes three. <laughs> I know it only took one day. Um, nutrition for sure. That you're struggling or you put forth a better effort? Um, that I'm working, that I'm currently navigating because I'm trying not to use the word struggle because you don't like that word. Um, yeah, it's getting more attention now. I think okay. just because the getting workouts in is getting easier to do because I've been repeating my efforts. So what days. things in your brain what pieces of the pie got smaller that allowed those pieces of the pie to get bigger? You see how that goes? Yeah, I understand how your pie theory works. I'm just making works. sure the listeners understand. Oh. <laughs> Can't tell if you're talking to me directly for this whole hour or to the listeners. Um, I think more time being available okay. made it easier to get workouts in which was one thing that was missing. And then I think having that, having a better handle on that and being more consistent um, leads more time for nutrition in my pie world. Um, yeah, and then I think, again, just finding more time is something I struggle with for myself, for personal things. Is a practice, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let it all in. Walk the talk. And I know that like all of our coaches struggle with this, right? Like mm -hmm. their struggles might look a little bit different from ours because we have management layer duties that mm -hmm. we respond to. And they also have full-time jobs as on the side of what they do. So the point being though, to wrap this all up is like knowledge isn't the main key. You know, when people come to us and say, I don't know what to do, mm -hmm. that's 
nine times out of 10, not the problem. You know what to do. You just don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's what a coach is for. Yeah. And that coaches how coaches too. There you go. All right. Episode 54. Walk the talk. We want to know what your pie pieces look like. <laughs> Not like. You can acid. tell us the flavors too. It's okay. <laughs> but have you noticed a period where maybe those pieces got a little bit bigger and a little bit smaller and then changed as they were allocated differently or you had more mental space to allocate differently have you done anything to take advantage of them when they did change in a more favorable way or what types of struggles did it present to you when maybe they shrunk a little bit you know because that in and of itself is a whole other conversation mm -hmm. so share with us your stories on our socials you can send us a message an email you know how to reach out to us follow us on facebook twitter instagram and yeah, episode 54, walk in the talk.